This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to the Karma You podcast. This is your host, Chloe Brotheridge. I'm a coach, a hypnotherapist, and I'm the author of The Anxiety Solution and Brave New Girl. And this podcast is all about helping you to become your calmest, happiest and most confident self. Thank you so much for listening today. Obviously, I'm so aware of what an anxious time this is for so many of you. I've been having tons of messages and questions coming through about how to deal with the uncertainty about coronavirus and all the things that we have to deal with from redundancies to not being able to leave the house, to lack of social interaction, to fear about our health and the health of our loved ones. There are so many things to consider right now. And so what I normally do is record podcasts quite a few weeks in advance and I've decided to push back the ones that I had scheduled and actually have in place some podcasts that are dealing with the issues that we're struggling with today. So obviously I know what an anxious time this is and I'm going to be planning some online workshops to help you to feel more resilient and feel more positive in what is for many people a really challenging time. If you want to hear about that and also download some of the freebies that I have on my website, you can go to karmau.com forward slash free. I've got a hypnotherapy mp3 on there, affirmations, worksheets, all designed to help you to be a karma you. And I'll also let you know about any events or live workshops that I'm doing online. So I am chatting on the podcast today to my friend, Tony Jones. She was a guest uh, maybe a year ago now on the podcast. She's the founder of the self-help book club, Shelf Help. And I definitely recommend you check them out. There is tons for you to get involved in, even though the in-person meetups aren't happening for now. She's doing loads of stuff online, so definitely check out Shelf Help Club on Facebook and on her website and on Instagram. I got in touch with Tony because she'd written a fascinating blog post all about working from home and the challenges that can come up for us when it comes to working from home, from being productive to spending more time with our partners, which can sometimes be quite a challenging thing, I'll tell you from my own experience, to handling the uncertainties and sticking with the routine. So we talk about all these different factors, how to stay calm, how to handle working from home, being at home a lot and making the best of this challenging situation. So let's get into the interview with Tony Jones from Shelf Help Club. This episode is sponsored by my favourite activewear brand, Sweaty Betty. Their all-female design team source the best technical fabrics, which means their products perform under the toughest conditions and feel amazing on your skin. 
All products are also wearer trialled by female staff to ensure they perform and flatter and fit the female body. If the staff don't love it, it doesn't get made. There are so many active wear brands to shop from, but Sweaty Betty is special because all their products from run and yoga to swim and ski are engineered to last. This is not fast fashion, it's high quality. And I have several pieces from Sweaty Betty that I've had for years and I continue to wear and love. Sweaty Betty now has a host of sustainable products, including their Super Sculpt leggings made from post-consumer plastic bottles. Their Italian fleece has been replaced with a recycled cotton blend alternative and they are reducing the amount of consumer packaging sent to customers. Sweaty Betty are offering listeners 20% off when you enter the promo code KARMAYU on their website. You'll also find the link in the show notes. So 20% off at Sweaty Betty when you enter the code Karma U. That's C A L M E R Y O U. Check out their stuff. I think you're going to love it. Welcome, Tony. Thanks so much for joining me. How are you today? I'm actually really good. Um, I'm very busy, uh, believe it or not. I should be slowing down, maybe. Um, as, I, as I might have mentioned on Instagram a few times, I seem to have lost most of my uh, normal work, but uh, it's okay because I'm kind of being super productive and actually. Um, just getting busy creating content and just doing stuff I actually love, which is really interesting. So um, I'm enjoying today. I'm busy. Yeah. That's good. That's good to hear. Um, I'm really curious to know, as someone that I consider quite a sociable person, um, you know, we obviously know each other outside of work and hang out. And I know you to be someone that is often out and about doing things, meeting people. How's it been for you? Um, as such a social person to sort of handle things at the moment? Uh, well, I'm still being super sociable, actually, just in new ways. Um, so I've been road testing things, something I'm calling huddles for my shelf help community, which is bringing different people together. So a lot of my hosts and community members have been helping me test that. So every day I've had at least two meetings with eight other people, smiley faces, uh, most of whom also don't really know about how the technology works. So it's actually been really funny and brilliant. And that's been a really nice kind of way to check in with people. Um, I've also been doing the same with my family, which has been like chaotic, which is basically like the same kind of chaos as a normal family party at mine. So um, I think at the moment it's all quite novelty, right? So I feel I feel very in touch with everyone. Um, I've got too many WhatsApp groups going on, so I've muted a few of those, which we might talk about later, um, just because there's so much, so many different inputs. So I actually feel, yeah, I feel I still feel very connected to lots of people. I'm making a real effort to do that. Uh, so I'm not feeling not feeling the bite of the kind of uh, social distancing just yet. I feel physically distant, obviously, but socially distant, no. Okay, that's that's such. It's so interesting to hear different people's experiences and how people are coping with the challenges that are taking place at the moment. Mm. And one of the reasons that I wanted to speak to you was because I read a blog post that you'd written that yeah. seemed to get shared a lot and have a massive response all about working from home and can you share a little bit about that post and why you decided to write it and yeah well originally um, I decided to write it because I like you said uh, I work from home already I think you said that sorry Uh, I work from home already for myself but it's taken me a while to kind of get used to it probably about five years because I used to work as a journalist for 15 years on news floors which is completely the opposite it's kind of like super hectic filled with people and pressure all day every day people shouting at you which I think I kind of liked (laughs) so working from home for me was a real learning curve learning about myself learning about how to plan your day your time how to prioritize how to be responsible for yourself and motivate yourself 
Um, and I'm, I just, as soon as people were starting to get sent home by their companies, I was getting lots of messages from friends saying, how do, how do you do this? <laughs> it was like two or three days in and they were just like, they were not, they were not enjoying it. And I think, um, so I just thought what I, what I might do is just do um, a, a piece on how I do it. And I did a shout out and I got so many responses back from my community and also friends and colleagues that everyone has got a different method and different things work for different people. But we're all kind of now we're all in this together. It, I just thought it'd be interesting to write a piece. But I feel like the piece is actually kind of the piece needs to be updated already. And it's only a few days old because I wrote it, how to work from home um, from a position of someone that is choosing to work from home and is able to change my environment when and if I want and also working from home by myself. And now, obviously, as things are evolving and moving so quickly, a lot of the people, a lot of people are working from home with families or with partners and they're not able at the end of the day to just shake it off and go out for a, uh, you know, go to the gym class or go meet their friends at a restaurant. So I think a lot of the uh, strategies that I, I use and maybe you and your listeners um, for working from home now are going to have to um, be adapted a little bit. So I think the response I'm getting now is, yeah, great, we love the piece, but how do I do that with the husband and kids? So, um, yeah, I found loads of good resources, actually, which I'll share as we go through. But, um, yeah, it was a really interesting... I, I enjoyed writing the piece, and I learned a lot. I learned so much from people. And I also realised I don't always take my own advice. So <laughs> I, I, said to, I think I said to you earlier, I, I didn't even realise it was Friday at the moment, because I am sticking to my routine, as in getting up at the right time and doing my workout and stuff like that. But... Um, yeah, not watching the news so much and kind of just keeping myself out of that. So maybe I need to follow my own advice a bit more. I think we're all, all like that. We're all, we're all good at uh, giving advice and then we don't always take it all ourselves. I think that's totally normal. <laughs> One thing I was really curious to discuss with you was how being at home a lot is going to affect introverts and also extroverts. Because I can, when I think about it, I can think there could be benefits and drawbacks to both of these types of people and I know that probably a lot of people listening are probably well on unofficial polls that I've done on my Instagram of my followers the majority of people seem to be introverts and that seems to be associated with anxiety um do you have any theories on how this will affect you know these two types of people in terms of being at home a lot and working from home uh, yeah, sure. Um, it's the same, actually, with the, the shelf help community. I would say um, not all of, but a lot of introverts. Um, so having time to kind of meet people, connect online and ask them how they felt about meeting digitally and all that kind of stuff has been really interesting. Um, I think some things that have come up for introverts is you can have too much me time. Like this is like, it's kind of enforced me time, right? Enforced mindfulness, which is we can see it as a positive, but um Unless I think if you're an introvert, you still have to go to work most of the time or you still people will you'll still see your friends in some capacity. Um, but now you're going to really have to make uh, make a, um, an effort to, to, con- to consciously do that. So I would say um, don't go for too much me time. Enjoy it, but don't have too much. Um, and equally, don't say yes to too much. Uh, and this is just a kind of like practicing getting used to being online. Um, some people I've spoken to who work online all day are now on kind of uh, on video calls all day and then they say yes to all their kind of social things that their friends are planning and they feel just totally wiped out by the end of it because it's just so much input and output because you're video conferencing all day in meetings but then also you're on the whatsapp and you're kind of then agreeing to social hangout and all that kind of stuff so be aware 
that that is still energy giving out so and for some of us it's more energy because we're not used to the technology we're not we don't really know necessarily how it's going to go so I think like like you would be um in in kind of regular life kind of uh be careful about where your energy goes and where and plan that um with regards to the extroverts then I would just say um, social media, that's what it's like, use social media in a, in a good way, because that's what it's for, right? So social media was designed to connect us when we can't be physically connected. So there's so many great things happening now, lots of like, lots of live stuff on Instagram, loads of um, courses, people are joining, lots lots of friends. I've got a friend who works in events and they, they've created um, a VR pub that they're all going to go to tonight. So <laughs> things, there are ways to kind of stay social um, and not be physically connected. Um, yeah, the classes I'm kind of loving. Um, and also, but I would remember that not everyone's feeling the same as you. So I know as an extrovert, when I'm really excited about something, I want everyone to be excited about it. And when you're in the same room as people, you can, um, you can kind of gate, you can see body language and you can read cues more. But sometimes I think virtually we don't have that. I also interviewed somebody called um, Dr. Tara Swart recently, and she's a neuroscientist. And she was um, talking to me about being very aware that we're going to go through a curve. It's almost like a grief curve when you, lo- when you lose something or when something massive changes in your life. We all go through this curve and we go through it at different stages. So over the next few weeks, we're all going to be feeling like we need some quiet or we'll be feeling sad or we'll be feeling scared or nervous at different times. And so for extroverts, um, and I include myself in that, to remember that the people around us might be going through different things at different times. And so to be to be aware of that. That's so interesting. And yeah, I'm thinking a lot about that, how I know that with my friends and with you know yourself, we've been co-working on Zoom and everyone's been connecting on WhatsApp and checking on each other. And I just wonder if that will start to wane in the coming weeks and whether people will, particularly introverts, feel themselves starting to retreat more or, um, yeah, that the isolation will start to really kick in. So I'm, I think it's good to be aware that those things can change and to, to maybe, if you know yourself to be someone who can withdraw to try mm. to make plans or try to I don't know maybe, maybe it's even about letting other people know like your friends know I have this tendency to to withdraw and go inside myself can you just check on me or can we keep this going this regular contact going I think it's good to have those sorts yeah. of conversations yeah and I think regular is a really good word here because we can talk about routine and our daily routines and we will I'm sure but um if you just the just the, the knowledge that you've got a regular Friday lunchtime check-in for instance or Friday night like I don't know if you've heard the the, the term quarantini is being kind of bandied around and it's just friends <laughs> all meeting at the same time like bring your own right <laughs> um, it doesn't need to be booze related but it's just like it's it's that kind of social so every Friday night if we are if this is kind of we're going to be in this situation for this foreseeable then and you check in with your friends and the whole point of vir- the, the beauty of the virtual check-in is that you don't need to be you don't need to be there for hours and hours you can it's just a check-in and sometimes it's like a virtual hug right you just need to know that there are people out there that are, are interested in you and care about you um and you don't necessarily need to kind of go deep dive into your problems or challenges but i think sometimes yeah just having that regular uh regular plan in the diary is enough to keep most of us kind of going even before the events happened, right? Just knowing it's there, it's quite a, quite motivating and quite uplifting. So for extroverts, uh, sorry, for introverts especially, I would book that in and ask or ask your friends to book that in. Mm, definitely. 
I, I just remembered that I, I found out the other day that the, there's a Netflix setting, I can't remember what it's called, that allows you to connect with your friends on Netflix and watch a programme together and chat about it in a chat box. <laughs> and I'm just gutted we didn't have this when we were watching Love, Love is Blind because that would have been <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> That's, yeah, just my top That would have been our life over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, we, we touched on the topic of routine now. Mm-hmm. When I obviously speak to people with anxiety all day, every day, um, the topic of routine comes up a lot as being so important for helping us to be balanced in our mental health. And of course, now things have gotten changed and, and shaken up mm-hmm. and we're maybe going to be outside of our normal routines. Um, what sort of advice or insights do you have about being at home and, and sticking to a routine? And what have you learned about that over the last couple of weeks? So I would say um, routine is now more important than ever because we can't, there's so much we can't control at the moment and there's so much out of, there's so much, this feels a lot of chaos and kind of things are changing all the time. So what we can control is our days, our mornings, kind of how we, um, yeah, how we choose to spend our time and our energy. So I think routine now more important than ever. Uh, I've been recommending a book called Make Your Bed. And it's by um, an admiral from the, from the Navy SEALs. He was in the SEALs for, I think, 37 years. And he's written a book, and it's 10 rules for life. And the first one is make your bed. And it sounds super simple, but the idea is that um, by doing that, you've, you've achieved something in the day. You've kind of you've set yourself a task, and you've done it. So moving forward, you're, you feel a little bit accomplished and a little bit of pride. Also, it's a reminder that the small things matter. And now more, more more than ever, the small things do matter. And if we are going to be um, housebound, some people might already be, if they're listening in different countries, if you're housebound, it's really important to make that bed because um, your environment it really dictates your, for me and for loads of people, I know this, your environment will really dictate your mental well-being. So having a tidy, smart environment is really important um so yeah more important than ever I think I mean I the morning routine has always been important to me and since since I started working from home so now I'm just in treating myself to an extended morning routine this is I used to dream about having I mean imagine having a whole hour and a half to do whatever I wanted in the morning and now I kind of can because it's the time that I used to spend going to meetings maybe or prepping for different things that aren't happening now so um yeah I'm kind of enjoying that but I think my advice here is um is to zone things so we can zone our days and our evenings and our weekends, which we'll talk about in a minute, um, to zone the house, so to physically zone different spaces for different things and also to zone duties. And this is especially important for people trying to work from home with kids, husband, flatmates, um, other people, basically. Because like I said, the, the original piece I wrote was about me working from home, just considering myself, but actually um, it's turned into a doing everything from home, right? So I think the zones are really important. Um, and I feel like the routines, it's great to have uh, kind of treat it like a school day almost. But for me, what's going to be really important, as as you said, as quite a sociable person and as someone who really like really looks used to look for. Well, I still do really looks forward to Fridays and the weekends. It's like, how are we going to make how are we going to make these blocks of the day different? So because we're all now talking on Zoom, on video conferencing, we're doing it all day for work. So if we're doing that for our social life as well. How are we going to make little changes to make that a bit more make turn it into fun or turn it into the evening um what's going to be your end of day you've got the morning routine what's your end of day routine to say work is now over 
and I'm going to kind of move into the evening. For some people, it's kind of putting your, just putting your laptop away and hiding it and doing a kind of today as now finished and kind of saying it out loud. For some people, it's washing their face, changing their clothes, having a shower, doing a workout, going for a walk while you still can. Uh, maybe that's when you check in with your friends. So I think, um, yeah, zoning the day and the week and then the weekend like that is really important. And that obviously goes back to routine, right? This podcast episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Therapy has massively helped me in the past to make sense of my thoughts and process my emotions. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can start communicating with them in under 24 hours. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counselling that's done securely online. This service is available for clients worldwide and BetterHelp matches you with a counsellor based on what it is that you want to work on and their expertise. It's more affordable than traditional offline counselling and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. And BetterHelp are doing a special offer for Karma U listeners. You get 10% off your first month. When you visit, try BetterHelp. That's better, H-E-L-P, dot com forward slash karma you that url again try betterhelp.com forward slash karma you to get 10 percent off your first month's online counseling i think that's such an important one about having an end to the working day because i know you know myself that it can just be constant if i unless i have boundaries in place or some kind of plan or routine i'll, I'll just be answering emails at you know 9 p.m sat on the sofa or you know, yeah. work encroaching onto the weekend. And I think especially at this time in the world when we need to look after our mental health more than ever, having having a, a process of switching off and, and um, yeah, bookending the day with something to, to help mm. you to calm down or relax. Or I love the idea of taking your makeup off or getting changed, having a shower, just to be able to get into that relaxation mode and switch off from the day. I think it's so, so important. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think FOMO is the only thing that stopped me working sometimes because there was something happening and I was like, I can't miss that. So I'm going to get off the laptop or I had planned, like I always used to plan a class. I go to frame studios and I'd be like, I plan the class every, every lunchtime because otherwise I just work through lunch. It's kind of, it's what I did when I worked at a company because we were churning out content the whole time. So I got quite used to just head down and get on with it and not having lunch breaks and things. So it's bad training from that, but it's also if we're going to be at home a lot, there needs to be, you need to, we need to be really extra strict with ourselves on those boundaries. Um, so yeah, I mentioned like zoning the house. I've seen some funny memes going around about like getting ready to go to the living room tonight. Because <laughs> it's like the living room, is that going to be the place that we kind of like have dinner and drinks and like that's our social place. Um, but it's like, I think it's quite important, especially if you're working from home with somebody, like where's your office space? Where's your desk space? Um, where's the other person's space? Um, I have a bad habit, you know, probably uh, this about co-working, but my husband has now realized that I do this a lot. When someone's sitting next to me, I just ask them questions all the time or want to talk to them. And it can be about work, but it's just anything that comes up, I just will just ask. So Dan now puts his headphones in and that's a signal that for, the, for me that he doesn't want to talk or that he's trying to work or he'll literally go in the other room. So it's kind of looking at the space you've got and working out how is that best going to work for you and the people in the home. Um, maybe we'll talk about uh, families in a minute, but as, but if you are um, trying to work from home with kids, it's like it's really important for you to almost be out of sight when you're not on 
on kind of daddy or mummy daycare because that is your work zone and then this is kid zone and it kind of that I think that needs to be figured out so so just kind of some planning around that is probably really useful for people Mm, I I think it's it'd be good to, to talk about that a bit more I heard that in China following all the coronavirus um, outbreaks and people being confined to their homes the rates of divorce went up um, quite significantly because you know most of us are used to I mean even though I work at home my partner you know Mm. three days a week was going into an office and he worked from home a couple of days a week and we got used to that rhythm but now we're together 24 7 literally 24 7 and I'm sure everyone you know who has a partner is probably in a similar position and if that's a completely new experience, if you're used to having your own time, your own space, um, or obviously the kids yeah. going to school or nursery, then that's a massive change, isn't it? Yeah, totally. So it's the C word, it's compromise, which not, mm. which mostly we're not generally so good at, all of us. So um, it's kind of your, it's basically working out everyone's needs in the situation because um, we're all going to be at home working from home whether that's doing your schoolwork or, um, you know, as an adult or whatever. But I asked, um, I've got lots of different, I'm not a parent, but um, I've got lots of nieces and nephews and I'm anti-Tony to lots of people. So I asked a, a, a really broad mix and I got two really funny responses to this about how you work from home with kids and a family. Um, and the people who have never done it before said earplugs, wine and a knife for the husband. <laughs> and the people who've been doing it for a while were like routine, um shifts shifts is the most important again so it's like zoning the time it's like you have to decide at the beginning of the day who's going to be in charge when who's going to be working looking after the kids and who's going to be able to do some work um because then when there's a kid meltdown it has to be the person who's designated in charge because otherwise it usually reverts back to the the main the kind of main caregiver or the person that spends most of the time with the kids but now it's all it's all changing so boundaries are kind of shifting a lot so it's important to kind of get them in place at the beginning I think um the people who do it well as well working from home with children say do something at the beginning of the day that that it involves a lot of energy um so I think Joe Wicks is doing a PE class at nine o'clock every day from from next Monday um so Barry's boot camp some people have been doing with their babies which is I think is brilliant online so it's just anything that kind of it's good for us because it's like growing up because it gets your energy going but it kind of starts the kids kind of like are not then just fizzing all day and wanting your attention um so it's yeah kind of looking at that they have needs too right we all do so it's one of it's it's compromising and it's working out how what's the best way we can all do it and the most fair way so I think the way to do that is sounds a bit boring but doing a bit of planning um, working out some days I do need I now need to be recording content at home all day so my husband's going to have to find something else to do and vice versa so it's kind of working out the diary in advance um, and then yeah blocking out those times and also uh, I asked my husband about his feedback on this and he said we should need to finish the day at the same time so otherwise it's silly because it's like even if someone's making dinner while someone's working if if, if at all possible if you can both say at six o'clock our work day is done and then whatever you do like we decided we're going to start looking at uh, recipe books and start cooking properly tonight because it's Friday date night so I'm actually going to shave my legs and get ready for dinner <laughs> then we're gonna have we're gonna have a drink and have dinner and then go clubbing in the lounge um so we're kind of like we're, again it's like it's still novelty right so to ask me next Friday and it might be a bit different but I think yeah so it's like the zoning of the days the zoning of the duties 
zoning of your kind of space all important that's so so helpful and I know just from my own experience with Aiden our, our number one argument is when one of us is working the other one is wanting to chat and connect maybe at the end of the day or cooking dinner and want someone to chat to and we'll get into stupid arguments about the one person not being present because they're working because I literally work on the kitchen table and obviously he's there the whole time and there's just that scope and I think that's such a good point about having that time to switch off or maybe you know if I'm really focusing or he is to have headphones in or we've been saying to each other you know right I'm having an hour of power now please don't interrupt me for the next hour because I'm really focusing on this or you know if you're if you've got different rooms in the house maybe going and sitting in different rooms um yeah but yeah I think I think that's something we all need to be mindful of that we don't that divorce rates don't go up in the next few weeks because <laughs> because we can't get on at home but now I was going to say I love the power hour and I love the kind of I'm going to be doing this now um Brené Brown um and she did a, a podcast with Tim Ferriss and they were talking about parenting and she's quite a mindful parent I mean I'm not a parent but I just love listening to how she brings up her kids and she talks about people say marriages are 50 50 and she said or partnerships and she said um they're not at all hardly ever 50 50 some it's usually 80 20 70 30 60 40 and they her and her husband have a conversation where they'll say how are you doing today? And one of them will say, I'm at a 20. So the other person needs to bring it up to 80. And they have that conversation and then it, that, that understanding that, okay, fine. So as, as like maybe with our busyness levels or maybe with our work levels, if you're kind of saying to Aiden, if you're saying to even to your flatmates or whatever, it's kind of, this is what's going on for me right now. I need this kind of level of space. And so they need, they, they know need to turn it down, to tone it down a bit. So I quite liked that. It's kind of like, Again, the compromising, but it's a, having that, that chat at the beginning rather than just passively, aggressively typing really loud, like I like to do, or Dan putting his headphones in with a dramatic flourish. So it's kind of like, yeah, you know that I need to work for a few hours now and then I will give you time. And like you said, be present because we, we do want that. But now it's going to be very important that we don't let everything just bleed into everything, right? Yeah, totally. And I love that idea of, it sounds like to me, almost asking for what you need, asking for support, mm. letting your partner know if you're having a difficult time of things and you need them to p- pick up some of the slack or, you know, noticing if, if they're struggling and you need to be the one that's going to be taking over for a little bit and having those yeah. conversations about that sounds really important. I would really love to know, we're going to need to wrap this conversation up in a minute, but I'd love to know from you, were there any other, because I know you spoke to your community, the Shelf Helpers, um, about their tips and advice was there anything else that they mentioned or that came out of that that you found interesting yeah it was just take take advantage of all the resources that are out there really because um, whether you're introvert or extrovert or whatever you however you normally run your days suddenly there's this whole um, people are just sharing so much online so the community everyone I speak to it really seems they're kind of like recommending so it's like a resource for uh, it's almost like a directory of live events because um everything I do with Shelf Help is about bringing people together. So I'm the challenge for me is how do I do that online? But suddenly, like I said, Joe Wick's doing his PE class. Um, all the studios in London are kind of opening, uh, doing online classes. And I think the community really are enjoying trying all different things as well because you're kind of anonymous in these classes. So it's, it's a good time to try things that you might never have tried and then not worry if you don't get it quite right. So I'm loving as I'm loving live classes because it also makes me actually go to them because I've always had like online yoga 
um, but it's like on demand, right? Whereas now I'm going to, I've got a favorite yoga teacher, Josephine McGrail, and she's doing a 7.30 class every day. So every morning I do a bit of my morning routine, but at the 7.30 I'm on the mat. And it's so nice to see some of my other friends' names kind of pop into the into the chat box. So what's happening with my community is that people are sharing a lot of resources like that so that we feel like we're kind of socializing together but not 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 necessarily just in a hangout when we've been on, online all day already but we're socializing as in we're enjoying the same experience and then we're able to share about it that's such a good good thing to access and i'm thinking about how you know it makes it more accessible so people that aren't in london could access so yoga class yeah. that maybe they couldn't in their local area or um, it's a bit more affordable, I think, quite often the, the yoga classes or the fitness classes or workshops than actually going yeah. somewhere and you don't have to pay for travel. So it makes it more accessible. So there are definitely some interesting and kind of beneficial things to do with the crisis yeah. that we're experiencing right now. And I'm just trying to focus on the positive things that we can get out of it and how to make the best of what is, a, you know, a bad situation. Um, so I love that. Yeah, there definitely there are those those aspects of it. People are really coming together in different ways. Like on our huddles, we've been I've been talking to people in LA, in Scotland, in Paris, and we're all on the same call. And it's like, how amazing is that? We're all hanging out talking about the same stuff, which we probably could have done anyway, but we hadn't yet. So it's kind of it's forcing us to embrace this way of connecting. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Thank you so much for talking to me. This has been really, really helpful. Where can people find out more about you and the things that you offer and what you're up to? Well, I would love you to come and see us at shelfhelp.club, which is the website. Um, But at the moment, I'm doing lots of online content through uh, Instagram and also sharing it on Facebook, but mostly Instagram, which is, which is shelfhelp.club. So I'm doing a live reading every morning of a book that I think is good to help keep us kind of grounded and present and positive. And then um, I'm also doing a kind of, uh, I'm calling it the Keep Well, Keep Calm <laughs> and Stay Well series, where I'm interviewing um, lovely experts like yourself, Chloe, clever experts, and about kind of how we can manage, best manage these times coming up. So that's in the evening. So yeah, loads of online content there amazing thank you so much for this it's been so good thank you nice to see you you thank you so much for listening i really hope that you gained a lot from this episode come on over to instagram and let me know what are you taking from this episode find me at chloe brotheridge and i would love it if you would leave me a review in the podcast app or in itunes subscribe to the podcast leave me a rating and is there someone in your life that would really benefit from this podcast you can let them know by sharing this podcast i'd be so so grateful so i'm just wishing you a wonderful week ahead sending you loads of love hopefully you'll tune in again and i'll see you ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 